Hi, I'm 3G. Evenings on Mix 106.5 in San Jose. Now, radio is one of the best ways for people to connect on a personal level. There's millions and millions of people that are listening every single day, but the radio industry is still very much centered around the perspective of cisgendered heterosexuals. So for Pride Month, I wanted to do something a little bit different and highlight some of the amazing LGBTQIA plus people that are in the radio industry. Hi, I'm 3G, and welcome back to Alphabet Radio. It's where we're talking to LGBTQIA plus people uh, that are in the radio industry. And today I have a very special guest, and that happens to be uh, someone who I had, a to- I had a totally different intro for you before we were going to record. And then, like four days ago, news broke that you just got a new job. So I do have to b- give you a big congratulations to Matt Money, who is the uh, the new PD of Y101 in Jackson, Mississippi. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing phenomenally. How are you? I'm doing fabulously. Uh, so congratulations on the new job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so I have to ask, like, um, are, so you're planning to move out to Mississippi and I am in, uh, in like a few weeks. So big change from San Diego. Huge change. I went there maybe like, I think it was about three weeks ago. And they all made fun of me. They're like, it's so different here. Um, <laughs> the, 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 one of the programmers there, he lived in San Diego where I am now for like 15 years. He's like, it's extremely different. Get used to it. It's going to be fun, but it'll be a change. The biggest thing that I have heard from people that have moved from California to the Midwest is that no matter what you do, you are always going to judge whatever state or city you live in by the quality of their Mexican food. I, I can't lie to you. I was there and they gave me a margarita and I was like, this, this, this ain't it. <laughs> it was terrible. And they told me how good their Mexican food was. I was like, I, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Doubt. <laughs> I want to judge, but like, you know, I, I wasn't too sure. So tell me your coming out story. Uh, uh, when did when did this start? I think on air, um, probably it's a hazy timeline because of COVID. Um, I think that I started like leaning my content like a little like less down the middle, maybe in 2020. Um, I was working pretty closely with our afternoon guy on Z90 Pandar. And so he was like, yo, like, like, like stop trying to like cover stuff up. Like people, like people want to hear like what you're doing. And so that was kind of the beginning of that. So like 2020, I think we started loosening things up. He's like, dude, like, honestly, like nobody cares. Like, just come on. Like, I, like, I want to hear that you went out with a guy, you know? And so that, that was probably the start of it in 2020. I feel like a lot of us in uh, in 2020, you know, when the panini hit, all of us were like, you know, we're on TikTok, we're scrolling through, and I kind of think I'm not straight. <laughs> yeah, that that was a thing, like, for reals. Like, when TikTok first came out, I was on it in, like, 2019, and within probably five videos, my feed was just all gay guys, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, this, like, it knows me better than I know myself. And like when I started seeing all of that, I was like, you know what? Like I'm not as afraid as I once was to like do content that's in that direction just because I was like, there's so many people out there doing this. Like, why can't I do it on the radio? I found that just the sheer number of people on TikTok that are so helpful and want to mm-hmm. help you understand yourself and your sexuality and your identity is just incredible. Yeah, because even I think before TikTok maybe – I guess pre 2019 so long ago (laughs) um, there was still kind of a question of like how many people understand like the situation I'm in, how many people are willing to help. And then 
I mean, kind of, you got to credit the TikTok algorithm a little bit. Like all these people are like clumping together. So it seems like there's so many more people than maybe there are. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that was a really helpful thing. I think for a lot of us that, you know, you just saw like all these people that are just like you, which mm -hmm. was kind of cool. It sounds like you had a lot of, uh, a lot of support too at the radio station. Yeah. I got a lot of support. Um, yeah. From the afternoon guy here, he's been like, you know, my, my go-to guy, um, I started here three years ago. Um, and like I was, I was coming on after him, I was doing late nights. And so he was getting off at 10 and I was coming on at 10 and, uh, like we, you know, slowly became friends, got to know each other. And he's like a real no nonsense guy. Um, which is funny cause he's so such a lighthearted person. Um, but like, he kind of gave me the side eye when I would say, say things like I was kind of trying to cover something. He's like, don't lie to me. And I was like, come on. Like, what are you like? Oof just tell me what you're doing. I don't care. And, uh, and so I became friends with him and that's, that was like my major support system here, which was really cool. So, you know, we're, we're like BFFs now. Um, <laughs> this has been three years and we've, you know, spent all this time together. Um, he's helped me not only like learn how to put together content for on air and like online, but also like he definitely pushed me in the direction of like, like, just, just do it. Like be you, like stop trying to be somebody else. So that was really cool. How does it, uh, how has your coming out changed the way you do content? Um, I think before, like there was always this, uh, okay, I should back up. So I came from like two small markets before I jumped up markets. Um, the one market being my hometown, which is in Western Washington, but it's a very uh, conservative area. And then I went to Washington State University. So I was on a CHR over there, but you're still like kind of, even though there's two universities there, there's the University of Idaho also. Um, you're still on like a somewhat conservative market. For Idaho, I remember the governor uh, referring to Moscow as the cesspool of liberalism. And because he thought we were just, you know, a bunch of flaming liberals or so. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> but so, but, you know, it's still a somewhat conservative area because it's very rural. And so, and I forgot where I was headed with this. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So those those first two markets, like I kind of had to like pretend to be like a different version of myself, I suppose. Like you could go on the air and talk about like, oh, we went out last night and just had so much fun and like danced on a pole to Cardi B. But like, if you said like, I went out with a guy last night, they'd be like, ooh, maybe don't say that. Um, so... I feel like that kind of held over maybe for like my first year at Z90, where I was just like unsure, like how people would react. It was kind of driven on my mind, like, don't, don't offend anybody. Um, so that was kind of tough to get over because being on air, like you don't want to offend anybody. You want people to like you, obviously. So it's tough when you think in the back of your mind, you're like, maybe this is going to drive people away. So that, that took like about a year to get over. Once you were able to get over it, it must've been such a freeing feeling. Like you could be yourself. Yeah, it was like, a, yeah, I didn't have to really like censor myself. Like if it came out that I, um, like I didn't have to like watch what I was saying. Well, of course, other than swear words. Well, but, you know, um, yeah, yeah. You know, that happens. Uh, yeah, it was like, I, I really didn't have to like censor my life experiences after that, which was really nice. And I don't really think that I'm talking about like really that craziest stuff anyway. I think it's more of a mental block than anything because my content isn't really super gay or anything i'm just talking about going out with the girls and like having drinks and like you know 
my my BFFLs that all happen to be women. <laughs> the way that your your content changes is 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 so minimal. Um, but there's that there's definitely that feeling that you get after you're you know after you're out and you're public mm-hmm. and you're just like I can be myself. I don't have to worry about people you know finding out or you know coming to any strange conclusions. Like like no, right. you're just you're out. And and you are yourself. There's something about living authentically that just really feels great. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, very true. And one of the things I was running into was like my Instagram was like getting like progressively like a little more intense. And then on the air, like I wouldn't like the person on Instagram wasn't the person on the radio. So I I came to the conclusion. I'm like, you know what? Like if I can't do it on air, I can't do it on Instagram. So that's when I kind of like got, you know, bridged the gap there and just was like, you know what? I don't think anybody cares. Yeah. And I mean, if they're following you on Instagram, they know you and they know what kind of content you produce. They know what you're into. They know, you know, they basically are, are getting a, a, a window into your life. So, so it's not, it's not that much of a, uh, you know, it's not that much of a transition if you go, you know, oh, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to hop onto their Instagram and I'm going to see, you know, what's going on. And then. Right. And I think we build this up in our heads. It's, it's a huge deal. I literally have never had one person call me and be like, you're a homo. I don't like your show. <laughs> Zero times has that ever happened. So tell me about, uh, uh, so tell me about the, 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 the move to, uh, the move to Mississippi. Um, how are you going to, how is, how is your identity going to be changing the way that you, um, that you lead basically your team? Well, that's a tough question because I'm not there yet. Um, obviously I'm going to have to shift more into a program director. Um, you know, the general feel of the radio station, um, leadership role. Um, obviously I probably won't be able to be as tree there as I am in San Diego, just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the South. <laughs> San Diego is a very so, different like, place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, I'm not going to cover anything up. Um, I just might not be as loud about certain things. Um, I probably can't go on the radio and be like, Oh, my boyfriend. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I might, I might omit things, but I'm not going to go out of my way to pretend I'm something else like I probably would have done in the past. I feel like the different markets too, um, you kind of have to adapt based on where you are um, and like change the way that you approach presenting yourself. Um, it's got to be kind of a, a weird feeling coming from um, coming from somewhere like I mean, like because I, I, I love San Diego. I've been there many times. Uh, one of my best friends lives there and um, it's a really cool city. Uh, I've mm-hmm. never been to uh, to Jackson, Mississippi, so I don't know the uh, the town and the market. But it sounds it sounds like it, at least that there's going to be a bit of a support system um, in uh, in Jackson, or it, at the very least, you're going to have a lot of people that already know you and already know what kind of content you produce, already know uh, all of that. So that's got to be a, a, a pretty a good feeling, at least. Yeah, no, the people at the radio station there, um, all really nice people. I, I'm I'm really excited to get to work with. Like, you know, in like larger companies, there's always people that, you know, maybe you don't get along with a hundred percent. They're okay. Uh, the people that I met there, they're all so nice. And I'm, you know, I'm excited to like have more of a family feel. What sort of, uh, if, if you had to give some advice to a younger you that perhaps wasn't out on the radio yet, what sort of advice would you give yourself? Um, I think probably like you need to figure your life out first before you try to be a personality on the radio. Um, if you're not, you know, being honest with yourself in real life, you can't possibly be honest in front of 
thousands of people. Um, so I think that would be the biggest piece because for so long, like I was like, something's like, something's not right here. And I was like trying to figure myself out and all this stuff. And it was, you could tell like listening back to tapes of myself, I'm like, this, this sounds so fake. And when I started to be more real, um, that's when, that's when my life got a lot better. So definitely like figure out your personal life. Don't lie to yourself. Living authentically really is just, it opens all kinds of doors. It does. And like, you realize that I, yeah, again, like you build this thing up in your mind that like, maybe people won't like me. You're going to, when you start just being you, like people like you, I like all my friends are really weird. And that's why I like them because they're so weird. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been fantastic. Um, uh, so Matt Money is the new PD for Y101 in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, go go check him out on on the Instagram at Skinny Fat Twink. Uh, do you have a podcast or anything else that you'd like to plug? Um, not at the moment, but you know, maybe coming soon. <laughs> coming, Excellent. Coming up a little bit later on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You're listening to the Radio Fam Podcast. Find the Radio Fam on all the social platforms at the Radio Fam.